Hey guys, before we get into the episode, you all know I'm a huge fan of fashion and I have been ever since I was a little girl. And my first job, by the way, was actually at Macy's. And my love for fashion began when I started there because I worked in the fragrance department, but of course my eye was always on the clothes and the makeup and everything related to style. But here's the thing, my relationship with Macy's didn't end once my days of asking people walking by if they wanted a sample of the latest scents came to an end. Nearly 20 years later, I still find myself choosing Macy's time and time again for literally everything. It's become a really beautiful full circle moment that they've been such amazing supporters of our show for so long. And when it comes to shopping, they have everything you need, whether I need a last minute outfit or Kevin needs a last minute outfit for our friend's wedding. We always head to Macy's. They've got us covered. So if you're in need of some retail therapy, perhaps, or looking to spruce up your home or your lifestyle, check out Macy's friends. I've curated a list of some of my favorite items that have helped me upgrade so many parts of my life, really my fashion the most, but of course home and baby and so much more. So check the link in the description and happy shopping Hill Squad. You know what? I know you guys are out there too, you white punks on dope. And you other dopes of differentiating colors and orientations. <laughs> oh boy. I listen, if you want to laugh, at some point go to YouTube and type in uh, Tubes White Punks on Dope 1977. This guy was the original. Oh my goodness, the original. Anyway, you hear this music, and you know something's a little off, and it is. It's a Lonely Guy Friday, uh, due to some tech issues, some life issues. Uh, I'm in a waiting room, hoping I don't get interrupted. Mike Punk's on dope. <laughs> oh boy, I'm semi-delirious. Anyhow, uh, we'll do our best and on this Lonely Guy Friday. Oh, my God. Can Fridays be lonely? Maybe it's a good kind of lonely. You ever notice sometimes you just want to be alone? And things are quiet and things are just like a little better. I know a lot of people don't love being alone because they probably don't love being with their thoughts. You know, I noticed this about, about vampires. Uh, and narcissists They're not real big fans You ever notice that of being alone I don't think they like uh, Yeah, I don't like I don't think they like their own thoughts so much I don't think they like themselves so much And I think they also need a host victim To prey off So uh, Yeah but for, for me And for I think a lot of you in the Hill Squad I think you like your alone time uh, So it's not all It's not all bad being lonely Um uh, Anyway, here we are. It was a week of uh, some very interesting interviews. I thought uh, we'd, we'd bank some, so you'll hear them next week. Um, Dr. Shafali was this week. And um, it just seemed that a lot of stuff keeps coming, at least in my world, about masculine and feminine energy. And in particular, and I don't know a lot about it, so I can't even go out on a limb to explain it to you all. But I will say I know what it's like to be uh, a man. And uh, 
I think where, you know, where I've been, I feel like lately it's been coming up to me where I have not been as uh, feminine and as nurturing in some situations that I needed to be moving more to be the solution-based fix-it person. And what was told to me, and I don't know if it was in the Dr. Shafali interview or we have an interview with um, Stefano Stefandos, a, a life coach who is a, also a couples coach. And I think those will be next week, so I'll tease that for next week. I think so. Kelsey is going to strangle me if uh, I'm wrong. But the one thing that comes up is this 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 idea of you know how how men are and how women are and, and you know um, and the one thing he said is that it's, it's a typical male thing to go for the fix to to provide the solution to to take action to you know he's like that's a very male thing where sometimes the female who might be bringing you the problem or the issue just needs to be held or just needs a feeling of safe space or just needs empathy in that moment. Um, and so this keeps coming back to me and it's a great realization um, because I am always the one that I, I don't, I'm not, I always will say to Maria, I'll say, Maria, I'm not wired that way. I'm only wired to get up and fight. I'm only wired to get up and fix. Um, you know, I, I feel like, you know, um, my, for you, for your sake, for the big picture, it's better to me to be like that. Not realizing that those other needs, um, I can do, you know, um, are necessary, are just, are necessary as well. And so it's been, you know, I'm thinking more about how I can, how I can offer that. I have another friend right now, um, who, for a mutual friend, I found out she's in a deep crisis, and she was the one who pointed out to me. She she warned people, "Don't call Kevin with your problems if you want someone to cry to, or someone who's just going to agree with you, or someone who's you know um, going to placate you. He's just going to go, okay, here's how we're going to fix it, and he's going to go and he's going to do it." And this is where I know I can be a crazy person and I can be annoying um, because I will focus on it and I will fix it. Um, but it's funny, the same person who said this to me, God, years ago is having some issues now that I found out through a mutual friend. And I think one of the reasons why she doesn't reach out to me is because she doesn't want that. She doesn't want that energy right now. She wants, you know, someone to rub her back and, and, and let her cry it out. You know, my thing has always been to those friends, like, listen, you have friends in your life that can do that for you. Let me do what they can't do for you, which is, you know, help fix the problem. You know, how can I bring light back into your heart? You know, that whether it's through some kind of rejection or, you know, something that went wrong with your career or something that's gone wrong with your life. Um, and so I don't know. So I'm, I'm, I'm if, if for the few male listeners we have, I think it's a good wake up call to kind of give that space. It's just hard for me because I, you know, I, I can wrap my arms around somebody. I certainly can do that. But I, I have it in the back of my head that there's like a ticker going on. Like we're losing time, you know, when, when there's a crisis going on, every minute counts. So I have to come to grips with that. Now, at the same time, I also want to offer a counter too to this because this has been the last say few months this is bubbling up to me 
And Dr. Kim DeRama, who I've mentioned before, has also mentioned it to me about, hey, you know, you need to, you know, it doesn't matter sometimes in, in arguments if you're right or wrong, right? You know, with, with Maria, for example, if she's really in a state, it's just about letting her know she's loved and that you're there for her. Um, get through that, and then you can get to whatever needs to be fixed. So, you know, it, it's been popping up, but I will also say, conversely, I I want to take up on the other side, but not for me, but f- but for the other people that are out there, for the other people, guy or girl, that are the ones coming to you with the fixes and the solutions. Um, Marie said some stuff come up in the last few weeks. That's really put her, you know, put her to the test, so to speak. And um, she's, you know, she has a lot of great guy friends. You know, she's lucky that way. Um, And they are amazing. And, you know, one in particular who she's super close with really hasn't shown up emotionally in the way that she would like. And her female friends are kind of fanning the flames. Yeah, you know what? That's kind of messed up that he hasn't, you know, been more present and this, that, and the other thing. And you know, I had to say, um, Maria, I, you know, separately, I'm like, this is the guy that every time you've any issue you've ever had, he would say, um, "I'll give you the money. How much money do you need?" Or no, I'll handle this for free, Maria. No, I have people who can fix this for you. I, you know, and on and on and on. And I'm like, and why? Is that why is that being diminished? And maybe that's, you know, his role and what he does for you. And you're blessed. So should be so blessed, so grateful that he does. And then your other friends who don't do that and maybe could, but provide you the emotion. And why, why is, is he vilified where I, I think it's quite the opposite. He should be a hero for having been there for you in those cases. And I'm like, and would he be there for you now and that? And she said, absolutely. Well, who has that? And so why is anything negative being said? And you know, it's, it's funny, I'll bring it back home. Two very sets, different sets of in-laws Maria and I have. We have Costa and Lisa we had for years, Maria, mom and dad. We have my mom. Now, Maria's mom and dad were um, amazing. You know, living with them Maria and I got to live like two 15-year-old kids. I used to joke every other week, <laughs> our like life's problems were soccer practice and prom. Like we lived like teenagers. They took care of everything, the cooking, the cleaning, the dogs, the this, the that. I mean, it was a joke. And I never had that growing up, so it was wonderful. And they've always been present in that way. Hey, we have this world tour we have to do. Can you guys come out and stay with the dogs? No problem. Within, you could give them an hour's notice, they'd be at the airport. Now, my mother, not like that at all. At all. <laughs> at all. Keep it up, Kevin. <laughs> but I will say this about mother. Mother's a widow. Mother was a teacher, and an amazing teacher, but a public school teacher. I call my mother for any amount of money she has, she's given it to me. And when we needed our first house, and when, when Maria's dad wouldn't pay for her school anymore because she was dating a non-Greek, because my mother said, I will pay it for her. Education's too important. Thank you, mother. And when we needed our first house, we didn't have the money for the down payment. It was a small, small down payment for back then, you know, but back then it was a lot of money. And Costa said no. And my mother said, 
I will give you, uh, I will give you the full amount. Don't worry, Kevin. And now, and then Costovoy I think he was embarrassed. <laughs> so he came up with his half and of course the rest is history because we've been able to, we've been blessed enough to take care of them in so many other ways. But I always say, you know, we cannot diminish, and I'm not just because I'm taking up because she's my mom. I'm like, we can't diminish the fact that she's giving in a very big way in her world, you know, and then mom and dad are giving in their way. And so I think that we do have to look at this whole masculine and feminine thing and, and okay, like, yeah, we guys, we can do some more hugging and, and giving safe space. And yes, and, and listen, I'm the first one to say, with women, and I'll, I'll tell you this, I'm the first one to say with women that to have, for our women to be expected to go out and work, work a full-time job, have benefits, be moms, be like in this new world, and yet not have anything in terms of compensation, is crazy. It's not like we've upgraded in the last 30 or 40 years and said, okay, well, since you're going to have that, you need to be able to have a nanny, you need to be able to have a maid, you need to be, I mean, I still know some moms out there who shame the other moms for having those things, which is crazy. So I'm the first one to admit that, that that's what's needed. Um, but, but at the same time, I think we still have to, you know, respect the men who are, who the ones who are present to fix the problems, to bring home, you know, if they're the ones bringing home the lion's share or whatever it is they're doing. I just think there's this give and take that we have to respect. And I think on that note, I think we also have to consider um we also have to consider you know the people in our lives that are showing up for us and maybe they're all showing up in different ways and we can't discredit one over the other you know because maybe someone is present to bring you chicken soup but then the other one is saying oh i i see um you're gonna lose all these wages for being out of work i will help you with money i mean you know is i know some people who would honor the money person more but then I know other people who honor the person bringing the chicken soup every day more. And I, I just say, just honor them both. It's funny, you know, Marcus Aurelius, I bring it back to him. He's a um, stoic leader. And apparently, uh, I'm in a waiting room, so people are coming in and out. You'll have to excuse me. But uh, he, uh, he was a leader that, you know, and I guess I'm going to transition a little bit. I mean, it's not a change of a subject. It's similar, but I do think that we can, we have a tendency to get down on people when we don't think they show up for us at times in life when we need them. We all have problems in our lives. And then, you know, we run into moments of crisis might be we're sick, a loved one is sick. So many other different things could go on. Breakups, fires, floods, you name it. And you know, those are the moments we want our friends to show up for us. And I think we're, well, I will say, you know, we, I've seen this in my own life where we can be quick to judge the people who aren't showing up at the times we really need the most. Um, I think a lot of us do that. And then, and I, it's natural and I get it, but I, I will say in the last, say, two decades, I've really worked on that. And with myself where I'm not judging as much the people that aren't showing up for me um, when I am showing up for them when they need me. Be and my rationalization was always, hey, I have more 
in me to give. I have more means. I have more strength. I have more time. I have more wherewithal. I have more solutions. Whatever the case is, more passion to do it, whatever it is, I'm grateful I have that more than I am resentful of people not being able to do it back to me. And as I studied Stoicism, I learned that Marcus Aurelius, the leader, was the same way. He would, he would say he was more just grateful that he had, he had it in him to do more for others uh, rather than being resentful of those who weren't doing the same back to him or showing up in his life. Um, so I was like, hey, I'm in good company. But I think that more of us should focus on that rather than oh, taking notes on who's showing up and, or who's not showing up. Now, listen, you know in your hearts when it's someone who is a user or someone who is one way. And those people shouldn't be in your life to begin with. And maybe sometimes when these crises happen, this is your opportunity. This is the universe showing you who's there and who isn't. So there's, there's a flip side to this. And I'm all for that. But I know that some people are too overwhelmed with their own lives. They're not aware. Um, it's not on their radar. Sometimes you're not even asking them directly. I mean, there's many people who say, oh, I thought you'd be overwhelmed. I didn't want to bother you. Or uh, I was embarrassed. I didn't want to bring it up. I mean, I, I will, I'll bring it over to Hollywood. I can't tell you how many Hollywood stars, um, you know, maybe their show gets canceled or, you know, something bad happens to them career-wise. You know, as much as you want to reach out to them and say, hey, I'm really sorry, is there anything I do? It's also weird because it's, it's an acknowledgement of their failure, and a lot of them want to come back at you and, and be like, no, it's all good, I'm doing this, and I'm doing... So you get in this weird space, and then you do nothing. So there's all sorts of reasons why people don't reach out. But I think that we have to really consider this. You know, we have to consider... Um, all the aspects of it. But like I said, this last few weeks has really made me have some considerations and some realizations about it. That people show up in different ways. And even if they don't, and you do for them, it's not always because um, they're not worthy of being in your life. They're just not you. And I think more energy needs to go to, you know, being grateful that you can do what you do for those people. So I know just something a little, uh, a little something to consider um i am very sleepless oh my god i'm not, probably not making as much sense as i would like to right now listen i'm gonna take a quick break i'm gonna come back i have an update i was robbed again at after buzz robert the robber returned <laughs> and uh, you know and I'm, I'm i'm packing all the lessons attached to this because I, i'm like there's got to be a reason why has to be a reason why um anyway uh yeah i'll be back on this uh, Lonely Guy edition of Regular Guy Friday. When you're on the go 24-7 like me, guys, finding ways to make life easier is so important for my health and sanity. <laughs> and that's exactly what my friends at Macy's do for me. From working there as a teenager to now going to them for so many of my daily essentials, it's been my go-to for so many years. And having everything in one place is such a time saver for me. With being a first-time mom, for a while now, as you know, I've had plenty of those and being able to rely on them for all the things has been amazing. Plus having everything in one place has made being a new mom just a little bit easier for me. So I know we're all focusing on our families, our health, hopefully our jobs and everything in between, but 
It's time to make your life a little easier. And to help you out, I've curated all of my essentials from Macy's for you and the whole fam. All the details are in the show notes below, or you can just click the link in the description to get your hands on them too. I have some new picks on there. This little bomber jacket, this little black dress. You're gonna love it. All right, friends, let's talk about something we all do. Snack. Trust me, I've definitely overindulged in the past, but as you know, I am focused on my health these days. And I think I found the healthier snack that you don't have to lose out on the flavor. And it's definitely become my go-to. It first came into the house because of Kevin. He was obsessed with wonderful pistachios. And then I got addicted. And now it's in my travel bag. I don't leave home without it. It's in our glove compartments because they don't melt. Right now, my favorite flavor is the sweet chili flavor. It feels like some of the naughtier kind of snacks I used to use where I used to lick my fingers after. Now I lick them and I feel safer. Um, Plus, Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. That's crazy, guys. So if you're looking for the perfect snack, trust me and head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com to snag a bag of Wonderful Pistachios. You're going to love them. I remember my mom always struggling with her hair. It's Frizi Maria, my mom would say in her Greek accent. Tiehis, what do you have? I tried so hard to find her products. I wish I could share these products I'm using now with her because I know she would be so happy to finally have good hair days. I've always believed that hair is a woman's best accessory. And with Waze new anti-frizz cream, you can ensure that your hair always looks its best without the frizz stealing the spotlight. It's a lightweight cream that not only provides immediate frizz control, but also helps prevent heat damage. And get this, it lasts up to 72 hours. That's three whole days of frizz-free, gorgeous hair. Waze seriously has some of my favorite products for taming the frizz. Pro tip, one of my biggest discoveries is using the Way hair oil on the ends of my hair before I dry it. Let me tell you, it's a game changer. Once it's dry, my hair looks so smooth and polished. I don't even need to do anything else. It is incredible. I love it. Frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter the promo code Heel Squad for 15% off any product. That's the Way, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code Heel Squad. Trust me, you won't regret it. kids it really don't come easy does it the great Ringo Starr of the Beatles now many people say Ringo was just an add-on anyone could have done the drum beats Ringo did he wasn't very necessary etc etc however I'm gonna say this about Ringo I loved his voice I felt it was very unique but also do you know that when the Beatles broke up and the four of them went into individual solo careers, he was the first one to score a hit? How about that, Dr. Phil? Catch me outside. Oh, my goodness. Uh, yeah, back to Robert the Robert. Was, I, I went over to Afterbuzz the other day. I'm going to listen to a little more Ringo Starr as I'm doing this. Uh, I went over to my studios, and now it's like when I go, we have a back area. 
and that's where Robert invades. And uh, I open it up, and every time I open it up, I'm just like, it's a little PTSD. I'm just waiting for him. So I open the door, and I see the laundry. We have a laundry little laundry room up there. The, that laundry room door is uh, laundry room door is open. I did, I failed to lock it. Uh, nice job, Kev. And the all the Tide Pods are gone. I have like you know a little thing of I mean a little thing a big bin of Tide Pods, and I have the laundry there because I never wanted my staff, and I still don't, or the hosts. Um, I remember the days of having to find quarters to do laundry. You would run out of quarters. You didn't have enough. And then you'd be afraid if you lived in one of those big buildings that your stuff would get stolen. Um, it just was always a nightmare. Or even if you had nice people would put your stuff in the dryer for you because they needed the space. Maybe you didn't want the stuff dried. And I remember thinking to myself, you know, like my kids work hard enough for me. I don't want them spending their time being chained to a laundry machine. I'm like, bring your laundry to work. And by the way, can I tell you how many times I've told other CEOs and, and, and people of businesses to do this? And they just look at me like I have 20 heads. I'm like, it's minimal amount of money for uh, laundry machines. And it's, it would cost you minimal in gas and electricity. And, and it's not like they're going to all be standing there, you know, doing laundry. They're going to drop their stuff in the machine and they're going to go back to their desk. And then they're going to, put the stuff in the dryer and they're going to come back to their desk and then they're going to either bring the bag home or they can fold their stuff at their desk while if many of them, if they're rolling calls, whatever, like not going to kill you, but a big service you provide that takes one less thing off their plate because I used to always say like, that's just more time that they can be at the beach. They can be hiking. They can be doing things they want to do. I digress. What a surprise. Anyway, all, what do they say? What call good deeds lead to hell. <laughs> I forget. It's something like that. I am so tired, guys. I'm sorry. So I go back there and the doors open and all the tie pods are gone. Then I go and see we have, um, we have these like high stools back there, these metal stainless steel stools back there. It's a very cool area. It's since Robert was kind enough to rob me the first time. Uh, and you know, I like when it rains because when it rains, I see my leaks and when I see my leaks, I, that's what I make my improvements and my fixes. And so even Robert was a leak. So I, you know, welded a big roof, metal roof with this kind of fiberglass top that brings in natural light. And I put in artificial grass and we just really made it a great WeWork space back there. Really fun. Lights up great at nighttime. Um, but above the, the, like the sliding gate opening up, there's probably two feet um, two and a half feet. And I'm like, that's the only way he could get in. Sure enough, there's the step stool. <laughs> Robert came in, everything else was locked up. He, there was a couple of like, I have these, I don't know, some audio equipment there. It's very minor stuff. I could care less about it. That was on the ground. Um, so he probably took what he thought he could get. He opened up a couple of things and started foraging. What I really don't want him to do is, is to destroy the place like he did last time. And anyway, he, he, he got his tie pods and God knows what else he got. He climbed up on the stool and he jumped out the, the back area. And, um, I'm like mother effer, Robert, Robert, the robber. Um, 
And I'm like, okay, that's it. Now I have to go Bronx Tale. Now you remember Bronx Tale, Steve the Steamer will tell you all, but Bronx Tale, everyone, one of the favorite scenes of that movie, <laughs> um, typical male fantasy stuff, everyone, but these bikers come in to the Italian bar. Um, they start harassing everyone and the mob boss walks out and goes, what's going on? You know, and they've been, um, they all of a sudden say, hey man, we're just here to have a beer and be on our way. And he's like, spoken like a gentleman, get these guys their beers. And so he leaves, and then what do they do as soon as they get their beers? Then they start to wreck the place. And then in comes the mob boss, and he says, uh, okay. As a first-time mom with a baby, I'm always on the go, whether it's running errands, getting my coffee, going to doctor's appointments, or just spending quality time with little Athena. And that's why I rely on wonderful pistachios to keep me fueled and ready for anything, no matter where I am. Kevin even keeps us bag stashed in the nursery. <laughs> you know, for the nighttime hunger moments. Wonderful pistachios comes in a variety of flavors and sizes, making them the perfect snack to have literally any time, whether I'm enjoying them during a quick break in between taping this show or I'm on the go and it's in the diaper bag. I do carry it in my travel bag and they're in my car. At this point, when I'm leaving the house, I think keys, wallet, wonderful pistachios. <laughs> Bonus, wonderful pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts with six grams of protein in every one ounce serving. So on top of all that, they keep me feeling satisfied. I'm energized while I'm juggling all this crazy stuff in life. Next time you're looking for a convenient and guilt-free snack, head over to www.wonderfulpistachios.com and stock up on your favorite flavors today. Minus the sweet chili. Yes, had your chance. Yes, by the way, which we love in, 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 in East Coast and Italian culture. Yes, had your chance to leave. Now you just can't leave. And he locks the door and now they're stuck in there. And basically all the mobsters come out and just beat the pulp out of the bikers. And then they smash their bikes and they throw them out of the place. And then when they're done, <laughs> all the angry people from the Italian neighborhood decide to take out all their aggression on them. Um, so I'm still wired that way. So I was like, okay, he had his chance. Like next time he comes, that's it. I'm, you know. And then it hit me. I'm like, wait a second. For like a $30 bin of Tide Pods? Like, what? Really? And I'm like, what am I doing? And what is Robert here to teach me? Um, yes, there's definitely ways to keep Robert out. So he taught me that. And by the way, then he did stop. I think he egged my front door. And like, he, I have this white gravel planter in the front. He kicked all that out. So I cleaned it all up. I cleaned the front door or whatever. And the best way, by the way, the best way if you ever get vandalized and or people spray paint your walls is immediately paint over the wall, clean it up immediately. And if you continually do it, it usually is the best deterrent because they just get tired of it the more you just stay on top of it. Um, side note, little regular guy tip there. So I was saying to myself, what am I doing? Like, why? I guess, you know, it's, the male pride and ego and just and probably my childhood traumas of, of, you know, probably the Roberts of the world getting, getting over on me, getting, having their way with me, um, having the way with my family, my, my dad, you know, and all that stuff just charges up in me where I do the Popeye. It's all I can stands. I can't stands no more. But I also like have to be the one who's got a rational brain here. Like take the Tide Pods, you know, and even stuff back there. It's all stuff I can fix and replace. It's like... So I got to go back to my mentality of, of you know, you're never going to stop the Roberts of the world. All you're ever going to do is really slow them down. So 
and and by the way, it takes it over to politics, whether it's corporate crime or people who are taking advantage of uh, in the other direction of whether it's living on getting disability off the governments, whatever. It, you're, you're never going to stop either one of them. All you really can do is slow them down. And I think when you make your peace with that, then things kind of get easier. You almost like build it in. I know like I remember... I remember my days visiting a radio shack, really dating myself, going to look at my 10,001 electronics kits that um, that looked so cool on the box, but I could never afford and my parents would never buy me. That stuff's junk. You'll use it once and never use it again. Thank you, mother. Um, but I remember going to the store and I, I remember they, there was a term called shrinkage. And I think that was the term that 10 to 20% of the stock they knew every year was going to get stolen. And they, that's what they would call shrinkage. And they just built it in. They weren't necessarily, you know, they would try to slow it down and regulate it, but they, they agreed that a certain percent was going to go. So it's like a certain part of your life, the Roberts are going to get over on you. Um, all you can do is slow them down. So I'm like, maybe that's my lesson. I mean, God, I put out a free, if, if, honestly, I literally put out, a, I'll buy them like the goddamn Taipons once a week. Just leave me alone. Just stay out of my place. Um, and, and listen, as I'm saying all this, I can't promise I won't react if I see him again. I can't promise that I won't be triggered, you know, and to give him the twist of punch. But um, I just know it's not right to, you know, and I know I got to be better than that. And I know I have to be the one that says, hey, I'm, you know, I have a little more means. I'm okay. It's, it's nothing. It's very small. Um, but interestingly enough, so Francisco, my right-hand man, um, I say, Francisco, you got to go over there and you got to take Martinez. Martinez does all my welding. I said, and we got to weld up something in that spot. So he, he can't even get through there. And so it was raining or something. Martinez couldn't make it over. So, but Francisco and I sometimes just like, you got to love the ingenuity of people. Maria's dad and mom, same thing. And I, I don't know, you know, being immigrants like they were, they, they didn't have the luxuries we had. So they always had to figure shit out. So Francisco's like, Kevin, we, okay, get Martinez. That's fine. But he's like, I'm going to stop him. I'm like, how are you going to stop him, Francisco? <laughs> he's like, all you do is you put grease all over all the poles and stuff like that up there. I said, why? What, what, he goes, <laughs> oh, I can't say what he said, but I will say this. He was like, they don't want to get dirty, Kevin. He's like, you can't get grease off. They don't want to deal with that. I was like, unbelievable. So Francisco lathered and greased up the little, the opening where good old Robert gets in. Plus I'm also not going to put the Tide pods out there anymore. I'll just keep them inside. Um, and there we go from there. So, um, yeah, I don't know, guys. This may be a uh, an RGF light or an LGF light. This is an LGF. It's, yeah, it's a Lonely Guy Friday. Um, but hopefully there's some stuff in there for you. I did see some St. Patty's Day decorations. Um, I was at the DMV. Uh, and I don't know what the DMV is like in your state, but in L.A., um, it's... Yeah, it was one of the closest things to hell. <laughs> oh, my God. I was telling the people who work there. I'm like, I am. I don't know how you do it. It's got to be in your DNA. And all of them were just rude and mean, but I don't blame them. It's just too many people. 
not enough support. But I was out there, and what I did notice is that I saw some St. Patty's Day decorations going up. And I'm like, all right, well, there you go. There's a little life. So I know you're all being rained on right now. Many of you are being snowed on right now. Go and rent your movies. Have your hot cocoa. Just enjoy it. But we got, you know, St. Patty's Day's coming, and then we're going to have opening day, and we're going to have some things come. There'll be some breathing room. And uh, we'll get the life back in. Je promis, as we like to say. Um, you know, as we like to say, you know, in this mixed up crazy world of us, of ours. Oh my goodness, I am, I'm really, really looped out. Um, anyway, please keep the comments coming on Patreon. If, uh, if you can give us that five-star rating on Apple Podcasts, please do so. Um, and I guess, you know what else, guys? I, I don't know. We got Kelsey's birthday coming up. Very exciting. Um, so... Oh and, and, oh, and Steve the Steven Rimey, we do have WrestleMania coming up as well, but I know a lot of you aren't wrestling fans. Um, I'm not going to take us out with the Queens because, well, let's face it, this is, this is LGF, this is a Lonely Guy Friday. So I'm going to go out with one of the more underrated rock stars, I think, Warren Zevon. Send lawyers, guns, and money. But you know what? Don't send him Robert. Send your lawyers, guns, and money to me. <laughs> anyway I went home with a waitress The way I always do Yep How was I to, was know? I to know She was, she with, was with the Russians, Russians too Wow I didn't know Warren Zevon Warren Zevon was Ukrainian He's on the side of the Ukraine I guess I love one of the lines in this I think it's like Dad, get me out of this. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had a dad to get me out of this. Man, if you have one, give him a hug for me. So it really does suck sometimes, you know, when you don't have a dad. I'll tell you. And, and I, but again, gratitude that I had one for the 20, you whatever years I had. Um, and, and, and empathy for the ones who didn't or didn't have one who was present. So... Well, I don't know. Listen, you have Uncle Kev, right? I'm here. I was an innocent bystander, and somehow I got stuck. Oh, you can tell I'm tired, people. Anyway, okay. Onward and upward we go. More good shows next week. Your backup quarterback is here. He's going to give it his all. And remember, I don't have to win all the games as a backup. I just have to be 500. It's going to win as many as I lose. I got to keep our position. And then when Tom Brady comes back, boom, right back to the Super Bowl. I'm a desperate man. Yeah, the shit has hit the fan. All right, you guys. Now I really got to go. Uh, try to remember why we're here, if you can. Learn from our mistakes. Oh my god, you guys, my brain is so burnt I don't even, I can't even say this I've been up every hour and a half Since last Thursday Week and a day um, Okay We're here because we want to Learn from our mistakes I was going to say make good choices But that's Maria, that's Hill Squad We're here to learn from our mistakes Help one another And have a few laughs along the way Right 
Okay. And as Kelsey would say, and I think I'm too tired to do the bye betches. Bye. Bye betches. Okay. I should magic mirror everybody for all your support over these years as we've been doing this show. Anyway, and I didn't even do a... I didn't even do a, an opening to tell everyone that we're not Heel Squad, so don't hate us. We're like the, we're the poor man's version, or the lonely version this week. Anyway, you guys, have a great weekend. Watch some good movies and TV if you're in. And uh, we'll talk to you shortly. Okay. You hear this, and uh, even though this is a Lonely Guy Friday, I um, I have to I have to bring you a little LGF bonus. I feel compelled. Um, I don't know if you've ever heard the term burying the lead. I don't know if I buried the lead, so to speak, but. I don't know if I buried the lead, so to speak, but I, um, when I was talking about Robert stealing his tie pods, I forgot to, I neglected to mention, um, I did, I can't keep asking why, why is he breaking in and why does he keep stealing my tie pods? So I did a little bit of what we like, what we like to call due diligence. And I found, uh, well, I found some interesting, interesting information with regards to uh, why people, <laughs> why people today feel the need to steal Tide Pods. So check this out. When I looked up, I googled why people are ste- why someone would steal Tide Pods. This is what came up. Well, they steal them for a variety of reasons. The detergent in the familiar flame orange bottle is well suited for resale on the black market. Colon. Everybody needs laundry detergent. And then I saw another website that had an article about it. It turns out criminals exchange the, de- the detergent for drugs. With a 150-ounce bottle going for either $5 in cash, woohoo, or $10 worth of weed or crack cocaine. <laughs> All right, you guys, there's your bonus. <laughs> just insanity. Hey, Hill Squad, we have been on quite the journey together, and we're hearing from so many of you just how much this show is helping you heal and get better, and it makes us feel so good. We love, love, love it, and we just ask that you don't keep it to yourself. Spread the message and share the show or your favorite episode with your friends, and if you want to help us even more, you can leave us a five-star rating and a comment on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, and follow us on Instagram at Heal Squad. You can also DM us anytime because we love connecting with you, and find Finally, you can also join us on Patreon for our monthly live heal events with world-class healers and ad-free episodes exclusive only to Patreon and our Super Heal Squad for as little as $10 a month. 
So go to patreon.com backslash heel squad to join. Getting better isn't easy, friends, but as I say all the time, it's a whole lot easier if we can do it together. We love you all so much, and we love doing this thing called life with you.